Hey everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a new podcast. Well, <clears throat> today is November 11th, 2021 of the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm happy to be with you all today. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to read a few portions of scripture here and then we're just going to talk for a few minutes. That's all right with you guys. 2 Timothy chapter 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despiser of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For this uh, creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou also fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecution, afflictions, which came unto me in Antioch, at Iconium, and Listeria, what persecutions I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Jesus Christ shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instructions of righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's the conclusion of 2 Timothy chapter 3. I read the whole chapter to you. So, um, uh, verse number three. Let's look at this real quick. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. We are in a day and age that is unbelievable. All growing up, we've heard and seen the degradation of society fall, the crumbling of institutions all around us, the family home under a great assault. It hasn't been nothing new. It's been going on since, what, 50s, 60s. Over and over, you hear of great men at the top being found out for corruption, sold their soul out for some money or a morsel of power. Over and over, you hear church members falling to the left, falling to the right. And I'm not talking about building. That's got to get deprogrammed in your head, and that's my job, to deprogram those that think a building is the church. Let me repeat myself. The building is not the church. The building is just a block and a wall facade. You are the church of the living God. You are the building not made with hands. You are the temple of God. You are a member of the body in particular. As we assemble ourselves together, we become the body of Christ. That's what he inhabits, not a building. So we see the building mentality has destroyed the average 
believer. It has destroyed all representation, reputation, and representation of the gospel. It has become an organization that points a finger to the top members of an organization and they give glory to those who give the most, those who do the most, those who travel the most, and it's almost like a circus and a parade of flesh, carnival flesh. People dance around on the front of the altar in front. They sing and praise to God, supposedly, but they get offended if you don't clap. They get offended if their sound systems don't work. They get offended at if you don't tell them that they're doing a good job. They get offended if you don't announce their names over the pulpit. Over and over, I can go with many, many more examples. Over and over and over. And this is not the plan of God. Yes, it started out very good. Yes, you did start out good and you ran well. But what did hindered you? What hindered you? A man stands in the front and takes glory. Doesn't give it to God. Doesn't step out of the way. Doesn't just point you to God every service and get you out there doing things. Because if they did, there would be no schism in the body. Instead, you can't go across town to visit another one. You're condemned. You can't talk to other members in other places without being scrutinized like you are cheating on the building. It's a club. It's an organization. It's no different than the mafia. It's no different than Jehovah's Witness. It's no different than the Catholic Church. It's an organization. An organization lived to supply their own need and wants to live and survive on their own outside of God. They put on a form of godliness. They need God's covering in order to have that allure to people because they cannot do anything on their own. If you took God away from these organizations, they have nothing. They just stand there alone. Evil, corrupt men that would do, they would go find something else to sell somebody. But you are not of that. And that's what I'm reading in chapter 3. Timothy, you are not of that. That's what the Bible's talking to Timothy. You're going to be a great leader someday, a great man of God, just like the people I'm talking to out there. You're going to be great. You're going to do good things for God. You don't have to go and get the blessing of the Father at the head of the church. You don't have to have people on the left and right side of you clapping all the time to make you feel like you did something good. You don't have to go up there and sing with groups of people that stand up on cue and sit down on cue. And if you don't stand up when they do, you feel guilty. And if you sit down too soon, you feel guilty. Come out of that stuff and be ye separate. Wash yourself. Cleanse your hands, filthy people. That is over. And I am offended at this building mentality that has stood and hid themselves inside of buildings while the world around them burns. Voices need to be spoken up and people need to come out of there and tell others that are not believers that there is a God and you can save you out of your situation. If there's not a time that we need God more than ever before, it's now. We don't need to hide in buildings. We don't need to hide ourselves in houses. It's time to walk around and get people to come and talk to them and get them believing in Jesus. Pray wherever you go. Talk about God wherever you go. Love God wherever you go. Every day should be a walk of God. Every day you should be with Jesus. Not once a week. You sit on one side of the pews and you never meet the ones on the other side. You never go and shake their hands. If somebody takes your seat, you get offended. If somebody sits in your spot, you get mad. If somebody takes your parking spot, you get mad. Uh, uh, but but they should know that I gave the most tithes. I gave the most offering and I should have that parking spot. Don't they know that I had two or three generations before me and it was my grandma's parking spot? Come out of that junk now. 
I rebuke that spirit now in the name of Jesus and I condemn it. It's no different than folly of angels that came to the Mennonites and to the, the Joseph Smith crowd. It's no different than that hogwash that won't get you saved. It's men's philosophy. It's, it's junk. It's designed to control, to keep you down, to hinder you, and you'll never meet your potential in Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. Come out. Now, I want to talk to you guys out there that may be suffering with sins. And you may have sinned today. And you feel conviction, which is good. Hallelujah. I pray that you feel more conviction. I pray that the conviction overtakes you in a way that you repent of your sin, your folly. If you're doing something that is contrary to the belief of God, to the movement of God, to the kingdom of God, I pray conviction comes over you greater than you've ever had it. I don't pray that you're free from conviction. I rebuke that spirit right now. I pray that you feel conviction in the point that you change, that you become holy, that you separate yourself from them, and you come out from amongst them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I'll receive you. The Lord wants to receive you today, but you have things in the way that keep holding you down, that keeps you away from God. It's not that God can't get to you. It's because you can't get to God. It's because you stopped those, the process because of conviction. You feel guilty. It's the same thing in the garden. It's nothing new. You hid in the bushes when you heard the voice of God. Repent. Repent. And again, I say repent. Change. Today, change. People are offended everywhere nowadays. Offended at everything. Offended if you wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask. Offended if you get a vaccine, if you don't get a vaccine. Offended if you if you follow this person, if you don't follow this person. Offended if you don't like this scripture and you like this scripture. Offended if you have this Bible and you don't have this Bible. Offended if you wear this kind of clothes, you don't wear this kind of clothes. Offended, offended, offended. Offenses are abounding everywhere. When are you going to wake up and see that the enemy's behind this and it's not God and he's got you so worked up over this and that that you don't see the plan that God has for you and others around you? Come out of that today. So, I want you to pray. I want you to give it to God and I want you to stand up on your own two feet with strength and resist the devil. Resist the sin, resist the temptation today, and he will flee. And it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be fun, but you'll win the battle and you'll be on the right side, folks. I want to leave you with that thought today to all my listeners in Seattle, Washington, Michigan, Ireland, California, Florida, all over the parts of the United States, all over the world, everywhere. You need freedom today. And the only way I know freedom can get to your house and you can be free is in your mind, unshackled from the the sins and the lies of the devil and get yourself to God and let him have control of your brain today, your thinking today, your heart today, your passions today, your feelings today, your motivations today. Get a hold of God and let go of sin. Get a hold of God and let go of the devil. Get a hold of God and let go of this world. Praise the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. When you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. And with that, God bless.
Hey, have you ever heard of MyPillow? I'm sure you have. It's on all the commercials that you can see on TV. Well, I'm a user of MyPillow. I used to have migraines, real bad neck aches, but MyPillow helped me in such a way that I don't get migraines and I have to use MyPillow every time I go to bed. I even take it when I go on a trip. My wife and I have to have our pillows, the MyPillow with us wherever we go. You can get the MyPillow too by going to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a Christian. He's a good man and he produced a very good product. I am advertising MyPillow for free for him. And if I were you, I would buy a MyPillow. I'm doing it because I know it works. It's a great product and it'll be a great blessing to you and to whoever you buy it from. God bless and go to MyPillow.com and order MyPillow or wherever you go and you see a MyPillow, buy the MyPillow and watch. You will be blessed.